are listening to Told by Olay, a Lifestyle Perspective podcast, episode 15, Tell Me About the Power of Vision. This episode is the exploration of receiving vision, the big idea for the fulfillment of purpose. I can feel it. I can see it. It's tangible. I just don't know how I'm going to accomplish this. How am I going to take this big idea and bring it to life? Have you ever asked this question after getting this really great big idea? Well, I have too. I even had to question how, where, when, and even why when it came to bringing this podcast to life. I think it's a good thing that we ask ourselves these questions because they'll drive us to find an answer, therefore creating a desire within us that becomes a driving force in our fulfillment of the vision. When I think of visions, I think of dreams. When I think of dreams, I think of peace, purpose, and prosperity. But dreams can also be a bit scary. I have come into contact with the emotion of fear, the fear of not enough within myself and with what I have. As I grow with age and wisdom, I realize that fear is the ultimate enemy of progress, especially when it comes to bringing dreams to life. I used to struggle with fear and insecurities heavily, I think most during my four years in undergrad. The reality of where I was headed shook me down to my boots. I realized those feelings were real, but not true. And in order for me to grow up, I had to face each and every single last one of my fears and insecurities in the face. Here's the thing. I couldn't do this on my own. I had people around me who would remind me of who I was and siblings who would call me out on my crap. My big brother was always big on calling me out on my crap, especially when I was acting like a scaredy cat. My brother is very headstrong, courageous, and self-motivated, and truly wants everyone around him to be motivated and encouraged to accomplish all of their dreams. If I could think of someone that puts in the work to understand vision, understand how to make the big idea a reality, it would be him. Does his outlook come with growing pains? I'd say yes, but his faith in God and belief in self remain limited? I'd say no. How do I know this? I could simply say he's my brother. But it goes beyond that because I see him as a man and not just my brother. I've seen him go out, seek knowledge, and pour it back out onto others. He envisions and executes. He believes not just in self, but in the truth of what God says of all of us. So I brought him on the podcast today to help us better understand this thing called vision. Lamade, please introduce yourself and then tell us about a time you went from feeling unseen to seen. Hey, how you doing? Welcome, everybody. Thank you, Inka, for having me on today. Uh, definitely cool to be here. I love what you're doing with your vision, right? So, Thank you. Execution is important. So a little bit about myself. I'm branding, marketing, you know, strategist. essentially help many people, companies, from, any, from all scales, you know, essentially execute their vision and, um, you know, really make that, tailor make it, you know, to their end consumer, whoever their target audience is, and really be able to, you know, outline their story, their vision, and, um, you know, find a way to, in the end, we could say monetize it or make people understand what, what it is in the end. So I'll help you make your dreams come true. <laughs> the guy with the vision, guys. I mean, I don't think this was an accident. Um, honestly, this actually the idea for this episode even came about in the middle of a conversation that we were having um, about vision and dreams and how, like, I was telling my brother, sometimes I feel visions and dreams so deeply, but 
I don't just feel the vision and the dream in um, a positive light. I also feel it in a negative light. And I, I see, instead of seeing all of the ways that it can succeed, I see all the ways that it can crash and burn. And he checked me, um, and he was just kind of like, okay, so let's, let's look at that. Let's, let's try to understand why you do that. And one of the things you said to me was, is, is there's an experience that you experienced that probably is one of the reasons why you see things like negatively. He worded it very differently than how I just did. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can kind of like track back, track back to that um that conversation. Is that a phone, a phone call? A phone call? Is um, it, uh, give me a little bit more context. Um, I have a lot. Of yeah, sorry guys. So he has a lot in his head. Um, but really, I think what I'm what I would want you to talk about with that is like how our mindsets and our viewpoints on life affect the way we even see our visions coming to life. Absolutely. Um, there's definitely a lot of factors that, that come into your perspective or your perception of what you deem as your reality. Right, right. there it is. Um, there's so many things. Um, to try to pack it up into one simple answer would not be so simple because I know every single human in person has their own you know, experience, if you will, and, you know, you're, you're, it's case by case, we could say, right? You're going to internalize something differently from how somebody else will. So mm -hmm. to try to try to put it to you is that, you know, there's, you're going to go through a journey within your life. We all do. But there are certain factors and things that you allow to affect you or what you internalize and you deem to be what is your reality, right? Mm. So... Let's just say that every day you wake up and you create what is your reality based on what you make as your decision. You know, we could be looking at the same bottle of water or same apple, mm -hmm. but we could see it two very different ways. Mm -hmm. And that's just based on what you deem as, you, what, what is your perception of the reality at the moment, right? right. So reading another book a little bit, um, and it's just talking about how, you, you know, we could look at, you know, base, you're going to allow the emotions that you're feeling to kind of dictate how you feel and what you see as truth right now. If you're mm. in a sad state, you, you're just like sad. Nothing's going to really, you know, make you feel excited. If you're angry, you just feel like distant from people. You feel a little, you know, separated. And now people, that even though love you unconditionally, you're just mm -hmm. feeling distant from them. So in the end, we have to become internalized with ourselves to kind of come back to our original state or our peaceful state. Right. And then be able to, t to take a look at where we are and, and that allow, allow that moment to kind of dictate where we're going. Right. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, and so as we're, like, internalizing, right, and we're coming back within ourselves and finding that place of peace and we still have the vision, it's still on our hearts, it's still on our minds, what are some of the um, questions that we, we should ask ourselves in those moments? Well, it's a great question. So what are some of the moments? And, and I'm just going to rephrase the question so I can fully, so I'll make sure I understand what you ask. You're essentially asking, hey, you know, what are the things that we want to know, what we need to ask ourselves so that we can go on the right track? Right. So some of the questions that you want to ask yourself is like, here's a powerful one, first off, right? Who am I? You know, how often do you even ask yourself that? Because a lot of times you're moving, I always say, if you move casually, you become a casualty. Mm. A lot of times we are moving, can't have that, right? 
we're moving on a day-to-day basis and we're allowing the outside world to kind of pull us, dictate us, and, and, and deem what we, where we're going with life. But we never get the time to say, hey, hold on, who am I? And, and define ourselves truly so that you can now go back to your main principles and focal points like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm not going to allow this moment that just happened to, to take me off of who, who I am or deem who I am or somebody else outside of you to tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And way too often that happens within our society, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we got social media. That's a new factor. Now, and this is actually this, this scientific fact stating that, you know, it's changing pe- people today, right? Mm-hmm. Like this didn't exist years ago. And, you know, like we talked about a little bit earlier in terms of perception and perspective, you know, you're even looking at your own life funny now because you say, oh, all these people are living this way and I don't have it. Now you're second guessing yourself, your abilities. Am I enough? Am I worthy? Mm-hmm. So I want you to pull away from that and ask yourself, hey, who am I? And, and please be free and enjoy yourself when you do have that opportunity. Right. All right. And if you if you're thinking about it right now, you don't necessarily have the answer. We'll go to question number two. What is my vision? Mm. All right. Cool thing that we're talking about it all today. But what is your vision? Mm-hmm. Um, another powerful vo- book that I, I definitely have been reading and digesting the power of vision. Um, essentially, you know, what is vision? The uh, Vision is having the ability to see what is not there. Right. Ooh, right? Too. Right? Because, <laughs> you know, you can have sight. Sight, you could, everyone, you could see what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. But you have to be like a visionary to kind of to see what is before it is. And, you know, what, what adds the power onto that is to have faith. Right, to have faith and to move into action that, yes, my vision that, that I know is not physically in front of me, but I know it's right there. And all I have to do is these things in order to manifest it to be, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to get super deep, but you guys brought me here, so I'm going to just provide, <laughs> bring you guys to my frequency. You see, things are created within the spiritual first, right? before. You see, so things are going to take place within the spiritual and manifest based on you having the vision and having the faith and the belief, yes. and you taking the action steps will force it to, f- to form within the physical, and then it just happens. You guys ever had a moment like that where, man, I really want to have this thing, right. and you go, you go, you go, you put the little work in, you mm-hmm. do what you got to do, and guess what? You, you have this thing. thing exactly, right? yeah. So there's literally nothing that's different, right? To talk about vision, mm-hmm. you had a vision in your mind, in your life, and it's placed in, in, into you. Mm-hmm. Guess what? That was placed with you specifically and individually for you. you so yeah. you got to move mm-hmm. on that vision as society. So, so those two, and then the final question that I, the, the three questions, so I'll wrap it all up to answer your question, mm-hmm. um, to answer the three questions is, you know, what is my purpose? Right. You know, what am I created for? Like, I'll tell you all right now, you all have a specific individual purpose that you were created for. For no one else but for you. So whoever's listening to this is for you, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing about that is if you know your your vision, if you know your purpose, now you have a vision to execute against your purpose. So once you have a a purpose and a vision, you can have clarity on who you are. Mm -hmm. Those are the three questions you got to really ask yourself. And it'll put you in a new place. That's good. That's good. So who are you? What, what vision and purpose, right? Yep. Those are very real questions. And I find that, like, sometimes we're faced with fear 
at those moments when we're asking ourselves those questions and mm-hmm. and also because of perception and the ideas that we've allowed to define us. So um, when dealing with fear and dealing with the ideas of other people or someone telling us that we're not enough, right? Um, how do you think that we can combat that? How can we come against it? Well, uh, you know... I feel like we kind of lightly touched on it a little bit, mm-hmm. and I'll just go deeper. Okay. Um, again, it's like you have to be able to know who you are internally. Um, okay, another powerful book. I read a lot of books. Reading is very important, people. Um, it, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and I'm not preaching. I'm just like you guys. I didn't read before, but I definitely dialed into reading a lot, and mm-hmm. it's been so powerful. So, um, the four agreements, so powerful. So, the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. Mm. Um what does that mean? So the impeccable, the word um, is rooted specifically from the Latin word, which is um, pectoros, which is to have sin, right? So M is to be without, to be without sin. What does that mean? You cannot sin against yourself. Listen, wow. you're going to be your most toughest critic, right? Because mm-hmm. you could think other people are judging you and all these things. And guess what? People don't really care, all right? Wow. Your life is your life. So you got to care about your life more than anybody else. What does that mean? You need to speak life into yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be so mindful of, you know, that internal dialogue that you could have. And you be like, I'm not good enough. Or they look better than me. And they're smarter. And mm-hmm. I'm not enough. And someone in my life told me this. So yeah. somehow I believe it to be true. Yeah, it's not the truth. You know, you have to deem your truth. Um, so be impeccable with your words. Speak life into yourself. Um, make the agreements with yourself that you are enough, that you are worthy, you are an executor. You're, you move swiftly and aggressively on all, you take action on all your visions. You, you got to be purposeful and be repetitive with this because your spirit and your soul are in line with, with itself. The, you're used to hearing yourself, mm-hmm. right? So if you continuously hear the same dialogue, mm-hmm. what do you think to be true? Right. That same thing you always hear and you know about yourself. So, Speak life into yourself. That's that's the best thing I could say. That's a great place for you guys to start. Right. Awesome. So speak life into yourself. I feel like we've covered this even on the podcast, like um, um, episode 12, like just going over it and like having the episode start off with this internal dialogue of completely negative thoughts mm-hmm. and ending it off on a point where like these thoughts are not of you. So it's it's time for you to shut that down and change your perspective on who you are internally. It starts within you first. And thank you so much for sharing that because these are, this is really, really hey. powerful stuff. And I don't want us to take it lightly because this is really, really powerful. And if you have to listen to this again, rewind. Yeah, do that. Listen to it again because <laughs> this is really powerful. Take what some notes. Um, and while we're on it, like just like, yeah, we're having internal dialogues with ourselves, and yes, we are being um, affected by the world around us and the mm-hmm. people around us, but we also, sometimes we experience moments where we're like, dang, why is this thing not working out? When is it going to happen for me? When is it going to happen for me? I mean, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Habakkuk 2, 2 to 3, and it just basically talks about the vision is for an appointed time, write it down on tablets, and in its time, it will come to pass. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like we live in a generation of instant gratification, right? Okay. How, with, with, how do you, how could you provide, how could you say, because Lamne has a, a brand, Verum NYC, and has been doing this for years. 
And it's like instant gratification would need this brand to blow up and be on like Yeezy level instantly, right? But like, how could you define patience in times of, of, of waiting for the vision to come into manifestation? Yeah, it's cool. Um, definitely so many things that it comes to that. So even the fact that you do bring up on a level of Yeezy vision, right? You know, how many years has Kanye West been in the game, right? Before he even came out with a clothing line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big, definitely a big fan of Kanye West and his music and things of that nature. So to even to listen to his story about how no one ever believed that he was going to be a rapper, right? He was just a producer guy. We get it, we get it. You want to rap, just keep making us beats, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, tra- tons through trial, trials and tribulations, you know, on one of his songs, Late. He outlines everything. He moved his mom out, you know. He came from Chicago, moved into New York, couldn't really get it, couldn't afford it, moved to New York, um, only had a bed, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he just put, put, put hours and didn't leave the house for like four days, just making the beats. One of the first beats he made was Heart of the City that, that was on Jay-Z's next album, blew up, went crazy, through more trials and tribulations, back and forth, what have you. So now we know what obviously happened through that. Fast forward many more years, reach a high level, um, and, you know, then went on to be himself, right? right? We, we all know the story of Kanye West. It's a big story. So now, and mind you, again, he was also bankrupt before he started the brand, guys. Let's remember this, right? So he started the Yeezy brand by himself, went bankrupt. Um, that's where Houseway started, right? Sway was like, why don't you just do this? He was like, yo, you don't, you don't understand. So a lot of times when you're trying to create something, mind you, he's a billionaire today, right? The, the the company's valued at a billion dollars. So if you have a vision, this is cool. I get where we're going. So if you have a vision, and Kanye West saw that vision of having the clothing brand, right? But no one else saw it, right? So he went out on his own. He tried to manifest it. Didn't really work. Uh, went bankrupt trying to do it on his own. Needs understood that he needed to understand the, the, the industry of fashion, the bank, the background, all these things, right? Yeah. Infrastructure of business. It's one thing to understand, to want to do something. So to tie into what you're talking about, our, uh, our generation of instant gratification, do your homework, man. <laughs> do your homework. <laughs> to put it to you simply, right? Um, I know I sound professional and everything, and, and that's from me putting in the homework. This one thing that I will always pride myself on is that I'm a student forever, um, anything that, that, yes, right? Anything that I put myself in, I'm going to fully immerse it and I'm going to get very good at it because that's where, you know, I could take pride in it, right? No one could ever fool me because when you're operating in a company or anything on a really high level, there's going to be players. You're not going to run that show by yourself. So you're going to need really smart people or people that's informed. You need to put people in a position of power. And some people could try to get over on you. Mm-hmm. But if you know your stuff, no one's ever doing any of that, right? Right. So... To finalize that story of what Kanye was there, right? So he had to do be a student within that industry and that business and then learn how to do business to talk business on a high level, on a high scale, right? Mm-hmm. So the way I've taken that within my life, you know, which has really informed me to who to who I am today, right? Um, started 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 Verum NYC. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram if you want to see the cool fly stuff that we got. A lot <laughs> of cool things coming up, shameless plug, right? at verum.nyc, verum.nyc, right? So in the end, what I'm stating here is, you know, started the clothing brand, really wanted to understand how to learn and market it. That's how I fell into advertising. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, cool. I'm going to figure out how these big companies are doing it. 
You know, I ended up learning digital marketing, advertising, mm -hmm. you know, partnered up with some big firms, working on really big brands and agents and clients. Mm -hmm. And I really started to learn how to do it on a high scale, mm -hmm. right? This took years. Mind you, I'm I did it for my, my business, but I still had to learn the, the principles. Mm -hmm. Because guess what, guys? And RIP to Nipsey, this is a marathon. So we're in it for the long game. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times people want fame fast. You make a little quick song and now you're in Instant. front of everybody, mm -hmm. right? But how long is that going to last, right? So we want something forever. And I'm playing the long game for my grandkids' grandkids. Right. So I'm okay with the time that it's going to take to build something substantial. Mm -hmm. So the next step after that was to learn financial literacy and knowledge because those things are never taught within our communities, mm -hmm. right? So I knew that that was powerful because it's one thing to make a lot of money, but the true game, and I'm going to say it two times, the true game is not how much you make, it's how much you keep and where you keep it, right? So this is some good stuff for you guys. So from there, learn that, and now I'm really good with finances and things of that nature. I'm I'll be humble. I'm pretty good. And I still got a lot to learn, obviously. Yes. Um, so the next step is just to continuously maximize it, right? And to really go into, you know, structure, structurizing the, you know, structuralizing the infrastructure, if you will, pardon me, right. um, of the back end on, on, of the industry. So yeah. you guys hear this whole story. This is years in the making. And years, I'll tell years. you, Viram NYC will blow up on a massive scale. You guys heard it here. Just remember, this could go down in history, Olinka. So it's going send me down my checks in history. This guy said he wants royalties. Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> <laughs> um, business one on one. Let's go. <laughs> right. Um, what is um? How, how do you stay locked in in the face of hardship? Because I know that there's been some ups and downs and highs and lows. Mm -hmm. So how do you stay? You always say this. We locked in, baby. We locked in, baby. <laughs> like, how do you stay locked in in the face of hardship? <laughs> well, <laughs> you funny. So, um, how do I stay locked in? That's that's great, man. Um, that's such a great question. How do you stay locked in? Well, I'll tell you, it's one simple word: discipline. There it is. Discipline. Discipline can never be faked. None of it. You can't even pray for discipline. Yeah. Right, you, right. They say, yeah, you hit them with the have to put the work in for discipline. Like, mm -hmm. for me, it's about setting timers, setting reminders, because I know I forget things sometimes mm -hmm. and I may drop the ball. But you got to be honest with yourself about where you lack mm -hmm. that honesty with yourself about where you lack is what will really help you figure out the areas you need to become disciplined. One hundred percent. You know, um, I'll tell you this as well. Success is not an accident. You have to be very purposeful, mm -hmm. specifically with your time. Um, we know time is the only finite, um, you know, the only finite resource, if you will. Mm -hmm. So we could have money. I could, we can make. I can make ten million tomorrow. Lose it, lose it the next day, and guess what? I can make it right back. Right? Money is infinite. You know all these things. So time. That's the only thing. This this gift that we've been given called life. Let's not play with it. So. Right. If you, where I've, I found that a lot of my source of my discipline comes from, I understand the weight and the, the blessing of this gift called life, mm -hmm. that I don't play with it. And um, so I understand that you have to be very purposeful mm -hmm. when it comes to success. Um, so being around a lot of my mentors and a lot of successful people, and I just understand their behaviors and their habits, the one outlying factor that, re that remains consistent across the board, and, and this is many different industries, is discipline. Mm. You got to get up and execute. 
We getting up and we executing, right? Um, we execute swiftly and aggressively. I sometimes take my state to myself every day. And this is the things that, that really help, right? So whatever you need to do, right? She said, set reminders. Yeah, I have a morning routine. You know, I wake up. I write down my visions. You know, I do my little exercise, you know, get the blood flowing, hop mm-hmm. in the shower, do what I got to do. Have my, you know, eat a breakfast if we could. And just be purposeful with your time, man. Right, exactly. Um, Time management is everything. So you need to be knowing what you're going to do at 2 p.m. You need to be knowing you cannot have those free times because then your mind is going to wander. Mm-hmm. And then you could go into a little nonsensical self-chatter or go into social media and get lost in the vortex that we all know mm-hmm. that can do to you. So just be purposeful with your time, and you do that with discipline. Exactly. And instead of getting wrapped up and warped up into the vortex of <laughs> social media and everyone else's life and the small snippets that they allow us to see... Why don't we get warped up into some books, right? So, can you give us some like book, like four book recommendations? Oh man, that's or heavy. three? That's heavy. They're gonna have to pay me for these recommendations. I'm joking. <laughs> I um, mean, you already gave us free. the power of vision for sure. So, definitely, the power of vision is super, super powerful. Um, by, by Dr. Miles Monroe, uh, the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one, and. Um, Ooh, see, this is like it's like when you pick your, your favorite rappers, right? Uh, it's so hard that the last one is so 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 good. Um there's one that I'm really diving into now. It's called uh, um Self Mastery. Um again by Dom Miguel Ruiz. But actually I'm gonna have to do an honorable mention. Think okay. think of Grow Rich <laughs> by So Good. Yeah, by Napoleon Hill. That one really changed everything for me. That was one of the first ones that I read cover to cover and Started this whole journey. I was like yeah. 19. I'm yeah. currently reading that right now, guys. It's amazing. And wow, blow your mind. Blow your <laughs> mind. Read the book. It's so good. All these books, I'm going to be indulging. Maybe we should start a little book, book club. But um, I think that's all the questions I have for you today. Cool. Of course, before we leave, you must give us at least one affirmation as it relates to the topic of vision. And then tell us what a lifestyle perspective means to you. Wow. Uh, I think I said it a little bit earlier, but I'm going to state it again because it's just true to me right now. And it's, um, I execute aggressively and swiftly. Um, I take action on all my visions, and I state that every day. Amazing. Execute aggressively, actively, and swiftly. And everything else. <laughs> Sorry. She paraphrased it. <laughs> and then the lifestyle, what does a lifestyle oh, perspective mean to you? A lifestyle perspective. Mm, that's powerful. Uh a lifestyle perspective, that's f- freedom, right? I'll say freedom. What does that mean? That could mean so many things. Um, autonomy, mm. you know, reason why I came into, you know, this whole endeavor to be, to create something. I always wanted the autonomy to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do and, you know, live the way that I wanted, the quality of life that I wanted, right? Excuse mm. me. You know, every day, it's not, we're not designed to get up and pay bills, right? <laughs> right? We're really not. So um, I got a couple of things to this, and I hope this, I could go, let me just go over it, right? So where does, where we, we're really supposed to use, we're supposed to take our time and supposed to do it 90, 10, right? You're supposed to use 90% of your time thinking. Your mind is such a powerful gift. You guys got to understand. You know, and this is like, I mean, purposeful thinking, right? So working on something. And then that 10% is on the execution of that. Mm-hmm. 
you thought out fully everything that you need to do to execute. You wrote it down, right? You got everything in place, but now you're going to go execute it, that 10% of it, right? So, and I arrived to that from thinking, right? So, I'm going to preface this last question to you guys before we get off. I said that we don't, we're not professional bill payers, right? And nobody wants to be that, right? Not right. true, right? Mm-hmm. So, when we think about retirement, you know, we have, you could think of an image in your mind like, oh, when I'm 50, 60, and, you know, I've worked really long, like 40 years, 50 years, I can retire, then I'll, you know, be, can go travel the world and do what I really wanted to do. That's not the case. You know, retirement is when everything is taken care of in your life and all these bills that you're working for, you're busy working to pay bills. What if those are all taken care of? You had no financial commitments anymore. Mm. You get to truly ask yourself the question, hey, what do I actually want to do? What, what do I want to do, right? Because it's all taken care of now. So you get to really f- live your life on purpose and in full. Mm. So On purpose and in full. You, I, I give you guys that question. Like, comment, describe, prescribe, subscribe, and all that fun stuff that they say, right? So, really meditate on that, right? right. And then, you know, I'll, you ask yourself that question, too. What's your lifestyle perspective after you've asked yourself that question? There's a reason for every question. What is your lifestyle perspective? What does it mean to you? And I really hope that this podcast helps you kind of come to, the, to that answer. It's not going to always look one way. A lifestyle perspective is constantly changing and shifting, and it's simply dependent on what you choose to decide to make your lifestyle perspective. And so I really want to thank you, Lame, today for joining us. You guys can follow him on Instagram. He it's, changes his name sometimes. It's, so it's at all, all the way up. You know what I'm saying? So it's OLA dot way up. All the way up. Shouts to Fat Joe Remy. He is up, up, up. And of course, follow Verum.NYC as well. And please, got some, we got some exclusives right now. So you can make a purchase. Um, do what you got to do to get on the Verum, Verum NYC bandwagon. All right. Thank you so much for joining us again, Lame. You just heard Topai Olay, episode 15. Had to take a breather, guys, because this was the last episode for the season. Yeah, episode 15 is where we are calling it an end to the beginning. It's been so amazing doing this podcast. Um, I'm saying it as if I'm leaving and never coming back. We are coming back. For episode two, which is really, really special. So I'm going to take the time to work on it and make sure that it's perfectly executed so that when you're listening, all you're focused on is how great this content is and not how freshman this podcast has been. We are going to sophomore year in the podcast um, realm. I hope that, you know, I think it's really powerful that the podcast actually ended on the question of what is a lifestyle perspective directed towards you, the listener? What is a lifestyle perspective? What drives you? What moves you? What inspires you? What motivates you? What gets you going every single day? These are the questions that we need to ask ourselves when we get up every morning, when we go into the day and when we figure out our why for today, what we want to accomplish, who we want to impact, All of those things drive us towards our purpose. That's really what this is all about, our purpose. So I can't thank you enough for sticking around for 15 episodes. 
I hope that you stick around for 15 more episodes, 20 more episodes, 30, 50, 100, 200, 1,000. We don't know. We just know that we're being led by God and we're going to keep on doing the work that he's called us to do. So keep an eye out. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Told by Ole. Make sure you're keeping up with the website toldbyole.com. It will be updated and revamped. I'm telling you guys, this is the beginning of greatness. When you have a vision and you have a calling and you answer, God will do the work for you. God will show up. You just have to make sure that you do your part, that you answer the call that's been put on your life. So thank you so much for tuning in and keeping up with Told by Olay. And, you know, there's 15 episodes. So you can share it with someone and tell them, look, this is the first season. This is what this podcast is all about. So that they can figure out and decide for themselves if it's for them. Again, thank you so much for sticking around. I can't wait to see where we're headed. And I can't thank all of the people who have joined me on this podcast and have sat down with me Um to answer questions, to give us some insight, and to share some of their experiences. Because it is a lot for us to ask people to come and share their experiences openly. I thank God for the strength (laughs) to persevere, to keep doing, to keep pursuing, and to keep chasing after the vision, right? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into Told by Olay a lifestyle perspective podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and check out previous episodes and share with family, friends, colleagues, and anyone you think would also enjoy. Visit toadbyolay.com for more information about the podcast. And be sure to follow on Instagram at toadbyolay for updates and motivational content. Mm -hmm.